Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is brought to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of a great, great, crazy headlines we're going to get to today. Two things I want to bring up. Have you ever, as a parent, or, or maybe like you have nieces or nephews or something like that, where you do something and you're like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. I've done it a lot as a parent. But last night, my daughter, she's going to bed and I accidentally, squ- like she was like, hey, can you help me up? Because uh, we were goofing around and I grabbed her hands and I helped pull her up. But apparently I squeezed her finger that she had hurt a few days earlier And she almost ripped off her fingernail the other day because she was trying to hug me and she was goofing around and she hit her finger against the wall and bent back her fingernail. It's all messed up and hurts really bad. Well, last night I'm trying to help her up because we're goofing around and then I squeeze her finger and she just bursts into tears. I'm like, I'm such a bad person. (laughs) I felt so bad. And then she had to bring it up like 20 more times, including this morning when we woke up. She's like, well, dad, my finger still hurts from you squeezing it. Like it was an accident. We discussed this. (laughs) Nope. Nope. She could not let shit go. (laughs) So I felt so bad. Hey, things happen. Sorry. Anyway, you know what? Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. Imagine strolling across your favorite beach in Thailand, and next thing you know, you come upon a naked man strolling across the beach. You're like, what the fuck happened? Apparently, there was a a guy who was a, a naked guy that was in Thailand Uh, He was found by a fisherman just wandering around. He had no memory of how he got there because he had been on a two-day bender because he was visiting from uh, Britain. And he he was also he was there for a wedding. Plus, he's also celebrating his birthday. He was hammered, drinking tons of beer and marijuana. They discovered him after his two-day bender. A fisherman, like I said, attempted to help the man when he was in the water because the guy would like just wander into the water. He was afraid that the guy was going to drown. So he he's said that he was trying to help him and the guy got all aggressive. Then finally, he was able to to get the guy to safety and the police arrived. The man told them that he couldn't leave the beach because he needed to meditate. I'd be like, dude, no, you need to do a lot more than meditate right now. Anyway, he was taken to the local police station. They did a drug test, came back negative. He didn't have anything else in his system other than what he said, beer and weed, which that guy had to have been drinking a ton. I don't know how many beers he consumed, but I drank a lot back in the day. I have never been to the point where I wake up and I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? 
I want to say this guy was like hundreds of miles or something like that from where he was supposed to be. It's like, how do you do that? As a human being, how do you drink that much? My God. But that being said, the story takes place in Thailand. And the only thing I can think of is the movie Hangover, Hangover 2. Hey, everybody. Here's some fun facts. The population in Thailand is 63 million people. It is twice the size of Wyoming. Its chief exports are textiles, <laughs> footwear, and rice. I like how he says Thailand. <laughs> By the way, Hangover 2, not that bad of a movie. Hangover 3, yes, I we can all agree that movie was just out for the paycheck. Hangover 2, even though it was essentially the exact same storyline, the jokes were all new. It was great. It was funny. <laughs> you... you <laughs> I, I'm not even going to go. I was going to say that every, all of us have a little demon in me. That's right, Stu. You do have a semen in you. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great movie. A TikToker in Seattle who goes by the name of Sunday Nobody. That's a weird fucking name. Revealed that he custom built a tomb for a bag of hot Cheetos in an effort to preserve the savory snack for centuries. Because why not? I'm not a fan of the, the flaming Hot. If it was the Jalapeno Cheetos, the Crunchy, I, I, we've talked about this before. Uh, only serial killers, I believe is the study that I just created. Only serial killers like Cheeto Puffs. Okay? Crunchy is the way to go. Anyway, <laughs> he, he built this tomb for fucking Cheetos. Pretty funny, but he's an artist. That's just... He has that artistic brain, and he's just like, let's do something different. And he always does these huge projects. Well, he did a video on TikTok, has well over 11 million views on it, because uh, 11 million people just have no lives, apparently. But good for him. He said the hardest part was the weight. He had to mix 3,000 pounds of concrete, and each bag is like, what, 80 pounds, so he did that all by himself, but he said, but that part was fun. He liked doing it. Now, according to this TikToker, the entire process took nearly four months to complete and cost right around $1,200. Not that much, not that expensive. This is what he said, the, the way I found the land, because it wasn't his land. He said, the way I found the land was by posting on my Instagram. Does anybody own land in the Pacific Northwest that would be willing to let me bury something on their property. Not a dead body, he wrote. <laughs> a very nice couple replied saying they'd love to be a part of his art project. So he did it. That's where he went, and he did it all by himself. Good job on him. Uh, attached to the, the tomb or the crypt, whatever you want to call it, is a golden plaque that simply says flaming hot Cheetos. And then it has a list of ingredients <laughs> inside a bag of Cheetos placed in a cast of resin and suspended by chains. It, it looks really cool. But what's funny is like in a hundred, 200 years when civilization's like trying to rebuild because somehow, some way somebody fucked it up. Somebody's going to stumble upon this and they're going to be like, oh my God. The great flaming Cheetos. And then next thing you know, there's going to be a religion based around Cheetos. 
Oh, hold on. I'm having a psychic attack. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm, I have a vision. <laughs> I have a vision. In 200 years, there's going to be a flaming hot Cheetos religion. <laughs> the great Chester Cheetah came down to me and said, put forth the fucking Cheeto dust. <laughs> what did we call the Cheeto dust? What is it? Ah, damn it. I can't remember what the Cheeto dust is called. We did that episode. That's another shrine to Cheetos. In in Canada, they have that hand coming out of the ground with a cheat holding a Cheeto, but its fingers have Cheeto dust on it. Don, it's called Cheetle. Don Cheetle. That's how I remember it. It's Cheetle. Cheetle is the dust on your fingers. Anyway, there's going to be a religion, and, and like, please spread the Cheeto on your forehead, and you will be blessed and Rise to the heavenly gates where you will be met by Chester Cheetah. <laughs> I don't make these things up, guys. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. A gun was found inside a raw chicken at an airport security checkpoint. Listen, I get it. The, the TSA, you guys deal with that shit all the time. People are always trying to smuggle shit. But why the fuck would you put it in a raw chicken? That's dumb. Stick it up your ass like everybody else. Come on. I guess the thing was fucking loaded. Had a, a bullet in the chamber. It's like, God, man, you realize that that thing could accidentally go off mid-flight and kill somebody or kill a multiple people depending what it hits. My God, people are dumb. Don't try to smuggle shit. Don't. And if you're... Gut Not that you should anyway. Why would you put it in a chicken? A raw fucking chicken. The dogs are going to be attracted to that anyway. That's so dumb. Where should I put it? Put it in this raw chicken. Great idea, Todd. <laughs> hey, we got more headlines coming your way. First, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. That's, that's up. They're giving away free money, essentially. So however it happens, root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Zero, zero. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Shelly Majors, GM, Chief Bottle Washer, and Radio Ad Chick for the Blake Street Tavern. Keep calm and book those holiday parties, everyone. No matter how small or large your group is, we have you covered. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Obviously, Elon Musk has been in the news a lot lately, but one thing that isn't getting a lot of attention, but I think it should, is there's a bunch of Elon Musk fans that created a 30-foot-long monument to their hero, also known as Elon Musk, and it's his head on the body of a goat. <laughs> did I mention it's 30 feet long? Yes, I did. I had to remind you. That's ridiculous. I will say this. When you see the picture of it, they did a good job with the structure of his face. His face looks legitimate like it's Elon Musk. 
how many times do you see a statue revealed, even with like the Hall of Fame? And you're like, dude, that does not look like said Hall of Famer or whoever. It's really annoying to me. So the fact that they did this, the, his head is five foot nine. It's five feet, nine inches tall. That's huge. And it looks pretty fucking similar to him. I'm sure you, if he stood next to it, maybe you could find a, a little bit of a difference. But, dude, it, it's probably the best looking head as far as a sculpture goes that I've ever seen. It, t- it cost $600,000. $600,000. Somebody just was like, should we burn the $600,000 or should we build a 30 foot long monument? of Elon Musk's head attached to a goat's body. Hmm. Good, good question. Either one makes sense. I really want to burn the money, but you know what? Let's just go ahead and build it. Let's build that thing. (laughs) Also, by the way, the Elon Musk head goat body is riding a rocket. I forgot to add that part. (laughs) It's riding a fucking rocket. Oh my God, people! You listen. If you want to crap your money away, that's fine. It's fine. Eventually, it's going to make its way to the headquarters, the Tesla headquarters in Texas. So I'm imagine here in like a week or so, you're going to hear more about this project. But you heard it here first. <laughs> well, unless you read it somewhere else. But anyway, I thought I thought that was interesting. Now, speaking of Elon Musk, I'd, I'd be I'd be in a lot of trouble if I didn't bring this up. Did you see that whole we talked about it when it was originally stated it was going to be a twenty dollar fee monthly fee to get that verification check mark on your account? Well, then I want to say like a day later, they Elon Musk came out and switched it to eight dollar verification. Well, it became active and people started purchasing that eight dollar fee to get verified accounts. Well, what they didn't anticipate for some fucking reason is that people were going to start making fake accounts like Adam Schefter of ESPN. They were going to make a, a, a an account that was similar to his, but they were going to pay to get it verified and then post bullshit news out there. They didn't think about that over at uh, the new Twitter headquarters. Elon Musk and his his minions did not think about that. Elon, don't just make changes. You got to think about them. Okay? Good, bad. How can these moves be exploited? How can they blow up in our faces? You have to think about that. Anytime you make a move in business, you have to think about all of the scenarios. I remember being in the restaurant industry when I first started, especially we really thought about this because somebody was stealing money. So we had to think about how are they stealing it? You have to put your mind in the position of somebody that does wrong. That's what you have to do in order to catch them. So in the same kind of concept, Elon, put yourself in the mind of somebody that just wants to fuck you over and go, how can they fuck me over on this? Well, you didn't think about it, or 
the people around you didn't bother to think about it. Or if they did think about it, they didn't have the balls to fucking tell you. Or if they did have the balls to tell you, you didn't have the fucking common sense to go, hey, maybe he's right. Or maybe she's right. Don't just do shit. Think about it. Dump the yes men, Elon, because it's just going to fuck you over. You coming out saying $20 for the verification check mark, and then you coming back out saying it's $8, and now you got this shit coming out where people are have been exploiting the, the whole verification check mark thing. It makes you look like a fucking idiot, Elon. It does. Yes, you have a lot of money. Yes, you do. Yes, you have some successful businesses. You do. But you look like a fucking idiot when you do shit like that. You have to dump the yes men and yes women around you. You can't have that. And if you do have people around you that are trying to challenge you and try to make you better and make the products around you better, fucking listen to them. Don't be so goddamn stubborn that you're just like, no, it's my way or the highway. If you want to be better, and yes, I know you're fucking rich. Here's the thing, Elon. If you want to continue to be great in business, you got to fucking pull back and start fucking listening to the people around you. And if they're giving you just what you want to hear, get new people around you that are going to fucking challenge your shit and go, hey, how can we be better? Maybe we don't do the verification thing. Maybe we just get rid of it or whatever. Or how about we keep the same fucking process and we make money a different way? Because you need to pull back on that shit. It's, it's ridiculous. You need somebody that's going to challenge and see if there's any flaws in ideas. You have to. You got to strip down an idea. Strip it to its it, it's bare bones, right? Strip it to the studs and go, what is making this work? What is going to make it fail? You have to do that. I shouldn't have to fucking say that, but apparently somebody has to because you're making dumb mistakes and it makes you wonder how many other fucking dumb mistakes are you making behind the scenes that we can't see? It's like when you go into a house, there's a, there's a great guy on TikTok He's a home inspector, and I and I oh I can't remember his handle, but he does a great fucking job. And he goes into these houses that are it's mostly houses that are being flipped. There it's people that have no experience flipping houses. He he goes in there and he's inspecting it, and he has his camera, and he's like, "Look at this shit! What the fuck is this?" And it's like these horrible, horribly obvious flaws that people are leaving exposed on the surface. And it makes me think, what are the things that you can't see that's behind the drywall, that's buried under the concrete? What the fuck did they miss that they just went cheap on that you can't see? And that's what makes me wonder. And it goes for any company. And that's why, again, I go always go back to restaurants where, like, my when my brother was my manager, he used to always say, at some point during a dinner rush, you do it before you open, you do it you know, around lunchtime, you do it at night as well, you do it multiple times. 
where you step away from everything and you go outside and look at things from the customer's perspective. What do they see as they are about to enter the establishment? As they enter the establishment, what do they hear? What do they see? What do they smell? All that stuff. And then you go, okay, that light's out. That looks like shit. We need to fix that real quick. There's other things that might be wrong, that look good, that are great. What sounds good? What sounds bad? What does that smell? We don't. You don't want to walk into a restaurant that smells like cleaning supplies. You don't. You want to walk into that restaurant and it smells like just good food. That's what you want. When I worked at Jamba Juice, the big thing was as soon as you walk in that door, it's supposed to smell like freshly squeezed orange juice. Because every morning, first thing you did, let's start the orange juice machine. Because you had a, we had like a giant orange juice machine. You just stick a bunch of oranges in there, and it does it on its own, and it just starts filling up, uh, making orange juice. So that's what you would have to do, and it just creates that aroma. It's that impression, like the shit on the surface looks good, so it makes you think things behind the scenes look good. If you have shit covering everything. <laughs> On the surface, guess what? It's probably even worse behind the scenes. And Elon, it looks like you got shit smeared all over Twitter, and that means you got a big pile of it somewhere behind the scenes at Twitter, which isn't really shocking to anybody. It really isn't. And I know you have your fans. That's great. And yes, you've accomplished a lot. But that doesn't mean you can't fall from your high point right now. You need to be fucking walking steady. But Jesus Christ, man, you're you're just making rookie mistakes on this. You don't just go out there and be like, we're going to start charging $20. Oh, shit. Every, nobody liked that. We're going to start charging $8. And then everybody's like, yeah, I can afford that. That makes sense. I'm going to start making uh, fake accounts and start spreading bad news or fake news. Ah, shit, didn't think about that. Yeah, well, I think everybody else realized that that shit was going to happen. God, man, so dumb. It's like these people that are in charge and, and they're just, they're, they're such an influence, but they just make so many silly mistakes. Listen, Elon, hire me. I'll fucking help you out. I'll be the guy that sits there and goes, that doesn't make sense. And he'll be like, I have degrees in this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, I have common sense. <laughs> I, there, you apparently don't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. It just bugs me. It's like it's such a an obvious thing. He, you, No company can survive very long with a bunch of yes men around you. And he's going to cause more damage. I don't know, man. That $8 verification thing is bullshit. Go back to the way it was. In all honesty, the way that the verification process was before, where it ha you had to go through this big process, do that. That made sense. Figure out a way to make money a different way. Charge a little bit extra, a little bit extra, like a dollar more on advertising. You start doing that. Nobody's going to complain about a dollar more for advertising and you're going to you're going to make a lot of money. Jesus Christ, it's not that fucking hard. Don't get so greedy and say we need to make this make up this money now. Don't be an idiot with it. 
Anyway, what do I know? I, I do a podcast. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm not a billionaire. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Remember, don't surround yourself with yes men. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep making dumb mistakes. You know what's not a mistake? Listening to the podcast and subscribing. So if you haven't done it already, go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's the Huff Uncensored. I really appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have a great day. Hopefully you smiled. And you know what? I'll talk to you next time.